Hello, hello, you beautiful people. It's been a while-ish. <laughs> yeah, I'm back again. It's me. Yay. I'm alive. You're alive. We're still alive together during this pandemic. I'm now using my PC instead of my laptop, so... So at least CPU is like, yay! It's like, I'm not dying! But <laughs> that's besides the point. Okay, so you're here for me to talk about what I usually talk about, which is, you know, games. I was honestly going to initially talk about esports and Niger- the esports in Nigeria situation since yeah the situation is quite chaotic and everything but you know what unfortunately for all of you this is one of the times where I'm going to detour and not do the regular scheduled thing of game talk or random talking like if anybody's been following if anybody has me on whatsapp or no or my twitter if you've seen on my twitter or even my if you've followed me even on tumblr I am officially now a Chloe and Haley stan yes yesterday Thanks to for, was it, yeah, the song Forgive Me, I became a proper stan of <laughs> Chloe and Haley. Uh, uh, Haley Bailey is the one that's going to be playing Ariel. So some of you might know, some of you might not know. I honestly do not know them from their acting. I think the first time I ever heard of them was through that uh, announcement. And I heard, oh, she was a member of the band. I was like, yeah, okay. Didn't really think about it. And I think was it a couple of weeks ago, was it when the uh, song Do It came out? I was like, oh, this is, this is a cool song. I was like, yeah, I was bobbing my head to this. I was moving a bit. Yeah, I cannot dance. But <laughs> then kind of forgot about them again. Then, of course, the Forgive Me video happened. The song got released and the video. And oh, my days. I was like, yeah, I'm a stan. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys are... <laughs> This is it. I'm sorry. This is the podcast, like camera one number six. <laughs> this is the podcast. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Gonna be me. It's like, it's like I already delayed the music, original music podcast I had. I've now delayed the esports podcast, but I realized that I have not been putting up stuff and I need to put up more content. Like, I should be regular with my content. So I was like, I know I, anybody who watched me. I had three live streams this week, which for me is crazy. <laughs> one of them was an impromptu one, which did not go. <laughs> as well as expected <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah it is what it's I was trying it's like I was trying to teach some of the basics of Overwatch and of course this was impromptu and I had not scheduled it so I guess this is just going to be a random podcast day I hadn't scheduled the program I hadn't really done anything I, I, was, I was on the WhatsApp group we're talking I was like oh if you want I could try broadcasting if you don't mind and people were like oh yeah sure they won't they won't mind because not a lot of people actually like Overwatch because they find it cartoonish which I and it's not really, it's not realistic, and I'm going ah, you get shot in Call of Duty and you heal after getting shot, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> potato for treason, and so yeah, it got into our next a weird thing of sorry, uh, Dalapo had uh, issues understanding things when I said press the left D-pad key. That went down to another level because he didn't understand that I meant the directional pad. <laughs> and on the live stream itself, I only just realized later on as I was listening to it later that either his mic was too low or, and I think this is the main reason, I don't think he actually has his audio shared for broadcast on, the, on his PlayStation 4. So if you're just watching the video, it just looks like I'm slightly insane and I'm responding to somebody. And if you're reading the comments, you're like, but the comment is not there. <laughs> So what am I doing? 
Um, so yeah, I guess this is the, this is the detour podcast. This is the hey, we have to put something out because we've not put something out in a while, and people are wondering if I'm still alive. And hopefully, from next week, we'll have regular scheduled programming, which will be either the esports stuff or the music stuff that I've been holding for so long now that it's getting silly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it's back to Chloe and Haley standing, and these kids. Yes, they're kids. One is 20 and one is 21. The one is 21 is going to be 22. So, sorry, they're kids to me. I'm more than never by over 10 years, so they're definitely kids for me. And they have like three albums. The latest one is Ungodly Hour. The second one was The Kids Are Alright. The third one, oh, sorry, yeah, the second one. The first and their first album was. Uh, sorry, I'm scrolling through my uh, Spotify. The two of us. So far, I've listened to the first, sorry, the, sec- the latter two albums, but I've not listened to the first album. And YouTube is a very, very interesting place that you can get lost in the crazy. And from I got from the forgive me thing, because like I told you, it was forgive me, I went insane about. Then I started listening to other songs and I started listening to like, I watched them videos that were like reaction videos and videos that uh, was like their top 10 performances. And one of the, the one that was their number one performance happened to be everywhere their everywhere performance their live performance in uh the late late show with james corden and oh my god to quote somebody in the comments which i believe their words their exact words were classy trap oh my gosh look the thing had the two girls there a string fecking quartet i love string quartets man oh my gosh a string fecking quartet with the guitar, the uh, guitarist, I think it was electric guitar, the drummer, the back, and you know, and the and, and the pianist or keyboardist, which I do, which is which either way, and oh my god, and they were like dressed in like money dollar bills and those things, and them sisters are, goddamn, what was I doing at 2021? I was not doing what they're doing now or 22, and they started off from YouTube doing covers and stuff like as usually do. And they did a cover of Beyonce's Pretty Hurts, and that's how Beyonce disco- discovered them through that aspect. And she signed them to her Parkwood Entertainment, and they've been. And from listening to all their albums, so far, from the two, at least I've listened to after the three, those kids do not know how to do nonsense shows and like shitty music. No, they do good music. It's, like, it's nice having hearing some R&B music, and they produce and write their things, most of their tracks. In fact. For their last album, and in fact, even the other ones, they, they co every single track. And I know the sister, the older sister, Chloe, uh, produces. She co-produces as well, or produces down out right about herself. And they do, like, in their living room. And, damn, if if these girls were not American, if, if, if they could trace back, I would not be surprised to say they're evil women. Sorry, because, or Niger, at least Nigerian descent, because that finessing is, is impressive. And it's, um, look... As I'm listening to you, Ryan, as I'm talking to you guys, Ryan, I'm not listening, sorry. I'm just thinking of the everywhere because of, it's the, because of the string quartet and they're doing like all the vocal runs in the beginning. And you're like, oh my gosh, as in, go check that on YouTube. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay, that's a lot of vocal. You're like, ooh, that is, ooh, like, ooh. And you're like, ooh. Then, of course, Chloe has to do her break it down moment where she has to pop lock some, pop something. Then, you know, they now come in and they sing it together. And, uh, sorry, I believe I'm going to be singing at <laughs> some point. I think they're going to be singing now. It was like the chorus. I got money everywhere. Falling off the tree. I got money everywhere. Far as you can see. Then you know the other stuff like that. And it's like, oh. 
then it's just like whoo then it was a, this was another one again i think yeah anybody who was paying attention to my whatsapp status last night will be tired of me slash this morning because i was uh, like up till 4am just watching videos and <laughs> listening to music and practically just tripping for these kids <laughs> and whoa because I just, I just remember, is it, uh, is it uh, cool? Is it cool down? Is it cool down or cool people? Just scroll to the thingy. It's cool people. Cool people. There was a live version of the cool. It was in that top ten as well. Cool people and because Haley, Haley is the younger of the two. Chloe's the older, as I said before. Haley basically sings in a higher register, just a slightly higher register, compared to her sister Chloe, who sings in a, in a lower register. A lot of people compare Chloe's uh, vocal vocals to. Beyonce, which is a valid com- uh, com- comparison, which is legitimately a valid one, although it's getting a bit tiring because everybody keeps mentioning Beyonce every five, five seconds, but I also, when I look at her, I, when I listen to her, I also remember Tony Braxton, it might not be as grovelly, grovelly as Tony, because you know Tony Braxton sings in that low register, like her life is like, it's, it's lived, it's well lived there, she sings in that register, but there are times that Chloe does do that, while like I think with the forgive me track, because what I always tell people, because if you hear, uh, I would have, I would have, I would have played some clips actually, but one I could, I know I could always just pause this recording and play the clip, but one I just found that it was, um, yeah, maybe not, because if I decide to put this up on YouTube and whatnot, I could get hit by stuff that I don't want to be hit by stuff. Although yes, I know I can use some of the fair use and everything, but I'm not in the mood. I don't have the energy right now. But for now, who knows, maybe later in the future I will start adding in clips when I know how to put them all together and, you know, do that. I could just play directly into it. Um, last, 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 I guess I could really just go kind of thing, the sound trays and stuff. But I don't know how to do that. But yeah, there's a way, the whole point is that there's a way she sings the chorus of Forgive Me, if you ever do go listen to Forgive Me. And um, as Chloe, because they write Chloe X Haley, as it actually Chloe and Haley, but yeah. Um, how does she sing? Uh, I'm not gonna do it because the way she sings it, the way I, when I expect the chorus, the way I was expecting to hear it was not the register key, whatever note. I wasn't expecting her to sing it that high and that way. There was a way that if my, you know, my amateur ass would sing it, it was gonna be a whole lot different than the way she sang it. But it's just the way she sings it. It's just like. Sorry, I don't want to sing it. <laughs> but she just the way she just sings it, it's just like it just gets me every time. It's like, damn, man, the way they they can control the the vocal ranges and the vocal ranges. She's gonna, you know, Haley is gonna kill it as Ariel, at least musically. I do not watch Grownish. I know they they play twins in Grownish, and they're not twins. They play twins in Grownish, and apparently they're good in, with their characters. But I've not watched Grownish, and the only thing I know of them is from singing and. I've listened to some of the acapellas that they've done, as in which was the last medley they did, which uh, and they do, you know, Chloe with her her beatbox um, machine, and usually because I know Haley also plays the guitar, and just sing it, and it's like you just listen to these two, and they're like so fucking talented. I am jealous. <laughs> even though yes, so far the two albums I listened to, like I said, on point, but I find myself even with the second album, which. I seem to actually have more things I like than the third one. Although I'm going to have to give the third album another listen again some more. 
because there's sometimes what happens is that these girls have vocal calisthenics, their vocal range, their fantastic fantasticness with singing is so fantastic that there are times I miss the lyrics because I am still in the, and for me I am a person I pay attention to lyrics I pay attention a lot to lyrics I always make this is one of the things I will learn and it took me a while to be able to listen to and understand what they were singing because sometimes because I would just get so blinded by the bombasticness <laughs> maybe I'm over who knows maybe I'm overreaching or reacting but because they harmonize so well because I'm just thinking of the ending of Forgive Me because it's the first and first in the, that third album in the Ungodly Hour album the first track is actually an intro that meshes very well with the Forgive Me in fact when you watch the Forgive Me video it includes the intro that's how well it is and there's a bit where they just go and the ending is and I'm a, I'm a very I'm I'm not I look like I said I'm a lyric I enjoy lyrics I don't like it when uh, a lot of musicians tend to put nonsensical words in there for rhyming sake like anybody who knows me knows my utter hatred for this iconic shit shitty line by David Do and on these beats is David Do and I'm driving all the girls crazy yo and na 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 and that was him rhyming, you know, doing that nonsense rhyme to put in to put into the song to get the, you know, to get it to rhyme. Like the nonsense Chessie was playing the Gobe video. Yes, if you've ever seen that video, if you've seen the high I don't know if it's still a high ranking comment about nonsense chess, that was me that wrote it. Because I could not let that shit slide. But, <laughs> but yeah, and they still do that. They do that, although they do it when they do this, when they do the la la, because I know in the end of, uh, like I said, forgive me, because it's a bit where they just go la 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 la, it's just, just la 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 la. But by then they've already finished the track. They've already finished the thing, and it's just like the ending. And they harmonize so perfectly with each other that if people believe that they're twins because of how well they mix together when they sing, I will not be surprised. But they, I guess they know each other's strengths and weaknesses and they know how to, they match each other so beautifully well. And it's just, yeah, just a shift case. And it's just, it's just like this fantastic thing of fantasticness. Yeah, I, like I said, like I've told everybody who will listen, anybody who reads Tumblr tags and shit, I have become a Chloe Haley stan account. I'm a stan now. And I feel so ashamed that it's taken me so long to listen to it's taken me till 2020 to even listen to these girls because gosh they they deserve to be bigger they deserve to be bigger they are talented they they, and they're growing with their craft as in like yeah the older albums yes they were younger so they sang more things although they still sang quite maturely and everything and they did everything and they grew thing because like i think everyone's like oh my god they're swearing because no forgive me they actually swear <laughs> they say fuck and people are like oh they grow now but yeah it works with them they were never overly highly sexualized they're now ad- adults they're like i said 20 21 the other one was the 21 year old was 22 and, and i think the next month and oh my god I actually know july 1st jesus <laughs> you know that and they think it was March something yes I have officially become a stand is it March 22nd or 21st or something like that I don't know but it's March but and it's just it is great that we're able to st- have artists that still exist like this that they can still you know they grow you could you can listen to their albums and their soundtrack and their singles oh and also the their song is the grown song is uh, the song from Grownish as well 
I discovered that was actually the theme song of Greenwich. And apparently in Greenwich they had a lot of tracks from the kids all right so yeah you guys can watch that I, I knew them it's just but it's so amazing seeing these kids as in if you can find like their older videos you see them as they, they were really were quite young 13 11 and i know it was it chloe actually was in fighting temptations the beyonce film and she actually played the younger version of beyonce so and i was like when she was like four so it's quite funny of course that beyonce like apparently did not know obviously she doesn't know everything but when they she realized that was like such a trip because they had a video of sorry a picture with Beyonce and everything and now they're actually now on her label. But yeah, they can sing, they can write, they can produce. And if the world is a perfect world, I could see Chloe Bailey producing some badass tracks for people because she is good. She has a good ear. She has a good ear. And her younger sister, Haley, oh my gosh. Hayley Bailey, she gon' kill that role of Ariel. Well, I just I just finally discovered the rest of the cast and having Javier Bardem as our dad. Yeah, that is. Uh, it's, it's, I guess go watch the Grace Randolph video. That video that's a uh, beyond the trailer. Go watch maybe her breakdown videos for that with Ariel, which will explain more because it's quite awkward with the way it is, especially with the whole people with their whole hashtag not my Ariel thing. Oh, and I actually did have a discussion with someone yesterday about this exact thing. I guess I'll just talk about it too. With the aerial casting and how that they've cast uh, a black woman's aerial and like i told my uh, friend of mine i told julius yesterday slash this morning i pointed this out because it was like he was giving me the argument that a lot of the people give which is what if a chinese man was cast as black panther what if mulan gets changed to a white woman boom people be so angry i was like no no first of all black panther is steeped really steeped in its Africanness. She even to be more specific African Americanness because the whole African American, you know, with the whole slavery, they do not know where they come from. So they just they know they come from this, this continent of Africa, but they do not know where. So you have in the case of Black Panther where you have a fictional country that has an amalgamation of a lot of African countries together, as in cultures together, for them, you know, to be able to have something to identify with. Now Black Panther is steeped in its Africanness. You cannot come out and go and is white. Uh, you're not going to bring a white or Asian person. No, it is steeped and it is based in a predominantly black African co- fictional country, nonetheless, but a predominantly black country. That's how it is. Milan is a Chinese. It's practically Chinese legend, and based on an actual person. It's almost like King Arthur. How uh, King Arthur is is both history and legend. So it's the same thing. No, you don't do that. Some people could still argue that, yes, you can even still have black people in Arthurian England because they existed. <laughs> they were there. But, you know, maybe not as much, but, you know. But, although I have to remember which one is Arthurian England is the time. That's the time. I always forget what year. But, you know, slavery has been around for a long period of time, so black people could still be there. And, you know, the maroons and stuff like that. So, yeah, they, was, they were there. Then, and I counted with what about the instances where we've had whitewashing in cases like not just fictional characters, whitewashing factual characters. We've had whitewashing of um, uh, the Afro-Cubana woman being played by Angelina Jolie, who they had to give a tan and give a fake hairpiece. We've had uh, Emma Stone, if we're in Aloha, where the character is part Chinese as well. Yeah, Emma Stone, 
yes i said emma stone emily stone if you want to be more precise because that's actually her name <laughs> you know the white the white blonde haired woman who most people know as a redhead but she's blonde and and if we want to even go into the whole black thing now nina simone if anybody has ever followed the music of nina simone and the life of nina simone you know nina simone was unapologetically black she had the african features the features the big ass nose you know who she was considered ugly they were trying she was considered ugly by mainstream she did not give a shit and you now have her being played by zoe saldana yes zoe saldana is is an afro latina yes there's definitely african in her yes but the problem was even if you could say okay it was the acting ability the singing ability is not there and you have the situation where you have like because uh, as people said a lot of people are like you should have used mary j blige or viola davis if you're going for act- acting you could do singing later or the major one was uh what's her name india Ari. and we know india Ari actually does kind of look she why you might not say the features might be as strong but it's still strong. <laughs> i'm sorry if it's strong it sounds like i'm using it for something else but we had that situation and we had a situation where Zoe Zaldana ended up being tanned and blackfaced and given a fake prosthetic nose and the fact that Nina Simone's family was not happy about that shit and they were quite vocal about that shit but it still happened so in the case of Little Mermaid like I always say um, it's based on a book by Hans Christian Andersen as a Danish author to the Danish thingy. Now, you could always say that, oh yeah, but it's da- Danish, so why should they be a black, you know, Dane or whatever? Who knows? I'm sure they were black people. Black people are always everywhere anyway. But <laughs> I would like to point out one thing, because unless, look, I could be wrong, but I remember I read it somewhere last, that actually in the book, the mermaid was green. Yes, I tell you, green. So, like I've always argued, I always argued that Disney took the liberty to make it they make the uh, the mermaid white. That was their liberty. And now they're taking the liberties again to make the mermaid black. And I know for Grace, Grace Randolph again, yes, that's uh, beyond the trailer. I know she has the belief that it's based in the Caribbean. So I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. If you take that, take that. But oh, I love how this is just really going long. It's just me just talking. <laughs> but the end of the day it's about mermaids that do not exist and the mermaids were green nobody seems to have had an issue with uh, queen latifah playing um ursula a while back for the like live broadway thing they did and ursula is purple and i believe she was voiced by a white woman as well um if you've watched uh, once upon a time if i remember correctly ursula was played by an african-american actress I have forgotten her name, but there's this hat, and the two of them always tend to mix them up. Is it Marine Dungia, the other one? I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. I always get tend to mix them up because I know I can't remember if both of them are actually in theatre as well. I always mix them up every fucking time. I know one of them was an alias, one of them was in something else, and I can't remember which is which, so I'll have to go check later. On. But Ursula was played by a black woman. Nobody seems to have an issue with that. Okay, now uh, Ursula is being played by. Uh, Melissa McCartney nobody seems to have an issue with that Ursula was purple like I said but nobody has an issue and people are going around going you know the hashtag not my aerial thing or like some outright racist shit that they put up there that kid has to go to a very thick skin real soon because 
it's going to be dangerous but judging from her musical abilities and even though her speaking the way she speaks is quite soft-spoken it's almost like you know kind of almost like a michael jackson-esque soft-spoken voice and whoo she gonna kill it how are they stealing her voice although i've seen some jokes about that that ursula has to be played by a white woman because who else is going to take a black woman's voice i was like oh, okay that's cool <laughs> i still laughed i'm sorry but but you know that's the thing so i can understand where they're coming from if they're going oh this is not based on this thing and if it was reversed or oh, oh, my favorite comeback somebody did which was so stupid because they go oh if that's the case then we should replace all the black we should replace all the black disney princesses with white ones you know there's only one black disney princess right and that's tiana every other one is white or uh, mulan who's a uh, chinese but she's technically a princess but i don't know if it's princess pocahontas who is a uh, native american uh what's the queen in uh atlantis is it kida that they never use by the way they never she did, i know she's a darker skin boy but thinks she's mediterranean they never put her in the princess lineup everybody forgets she exists <laughs> they didn't do that one so yes if they wanted to replace every single black disney princess with a white one and we get to replace all the white ones with a black one yeah they're gonna be pissed too because you will see the disproportional <laughs> amount and i know as julius he did make a point he said that oh we could always tell they could always tell our stories our like um african um mami what that's how people say mermaid kind of stories but we have them but like i pointed out oh wow this is gonna be a long one i am so sorry it's just gonna be me ranting and like i pointed out to him the issue with the problem with that is that they don't usually want to take our stories they never take our stories fully if they do it they take bits and pieces and mix it up because they're trying to do like the african-american thing and not the actual proper african experience it's like how if you watch if you watch Hollywood films, you know Nigerian accents are terrible. You know the accents they use have not existed since the dawn of time. Okay, maybe they existed like eons ago, but it's not the current accent. Well, they don't even pick one, or you know, or, or like I keep always. If you do, you know that in uh, in the mutants, as in X in X Men in general, in the X Men verse, in Marvel verse, in the actual comics, there is a Nigerian mutant called Idi Okonkwo. And she was born, wait for it, in Delta. Oyo. So they said Delta State, so they put Delta as the city town. And Oyo as the state of the... Yeah, so you can see that. And and there are some things that they put, they're trying to put with Yoruba culture. And I was like, okay, yeah, but Yoruba myth in it. I was like, yeah, but if she's but she's not supposed to be... If I'm judging by her name, at least her surname, the first name, I'm not really... Like, I don't think it's an Igbo name myself, but I'm not sure. But yeah. And... You know, there are things that don't make sense because they don't go research. They don't do the right research. And it's even like in uh, Bob Hatza Bishola. If you notice, yes, you say the stereotypes, the African stereotypes there. But the African stereotypes they've used are quite valid stereotypes. They're not valid for say, but quite like the Yoruba ones. At least the Yoruba ones, the accents are correct because they are played by people. Of, the woman who plays Abishola is a Nigerian that has lived in America. While the woman who plays uh, like her best friend, who's the co-creator, is a British Nigerian. She had she didn't grow up in Nigeria, but she grew up in a very Nigerian household that she uses in her daily jokes, uh, Gina Yashari. And the reason that they found her in the first place is that they Googled Nigerian female comedians, and they found her. And they first of all they called her as a consultant. She made some because I know there's a video on YouTube, and she made some points, pointing out that like some things they made. They wanted to call Abishala's character Lupita. And once I was like, Lupita is Spanish. 
use a Spanish name. Yes, Lupita might be a Kenya woman, but she was not born in Kenya and she was given a Spanish name by, you know, people who, yeah, that's not it. Then some different things and some different aspects that she kept changing. So she changed so much and did so much that they were like, do you know what? We don't want you as a consultant. We want you as a co-creator because you have put so much input in here and corrected and this thing. And of course she now made, I love her style. She actually made a secondary character. One second character she made because they were like, oh, she'll still have to audition. She's like, oh, I'm not auditioning for Abishala. She wants the secondary character she made and did. They're like, oh, you cheat. <laughs> you know? Which, good for her. But you see that kind of situation, and you okay, like a character, Chuka Emeka, Emeka. If I'm saying everything wrong, sorry, it's I've, I've assimilated within this country. My my mom laughs at me when I'm trying to mention names and Nigerian names. Is it Ugo Chuka? I was trying to, but I, and apparently I said you. I said you go. Everybody said I said you go. <laughs> I was like Jesus. Is it, is it Ugo? Is it, you know I'm using. Like, you already hear me saying it's terrible. I said you, and my mom just had like. My mom just had a field day laughing for like 20 minutes straight. My sister comes in and laughs too. So I was like, yeah, that's why I heard you from outside. You said that. <laughs> but you have a situation. Oh, yeah. Like Emeka, the character of Emeka. The whining, he's whining as any book guy. It is correct. It is precise. I am. I kid you not. The only thing that is wrong is slightly the accent he's using. It's not like a correct, proper, Ibo accent. Because my sisters, if you hear our Igbo brothers... When they, when, they are, when they are toasting you and they now come and start doing that accent on top. Hell, girl, it does, I'm not going to lie, it does some fucking wonders. It is funny though. It's still funny as shit. But it can do some wonders when you're being whined <laughs> like that <laughs> on the aspect. But yeah, it's, so the whole thing with the Chloe situation, as, sorry, with the Haley situation as earlier, like I always said, is the character is a fictional character. Her race was not really as important in the story her race was not important in the story and also she's a mermaid <laughs> and that mermaid in the book was green so if nobody has an issue with Ursula being played by a white, black, Chinese, Asian whatever you want to call why should you have that issue for Ariel because at the end of the day Ariel should be played by whatever or whoever the only thing I had the issue was that they made the father Javier Bardem because it um, does reduce it does give some kindle for those people that were like, oh, if the dad is white, why did you just make the white? You need to make a black. Or somebody pointed out they wanted to make all his children of different ethnicities. I was like, oh yeah, that's gonna be just awkward. But either way, although still, how does a Jamaican, you know, crab anyway get all the way to that side? I'm just saying, oh, it was their job. Scorpion or something. But anyway. <laughs> Anywho, so yes, this was supposed to be a Chloe stand thingy, but this turned into a Chloe Haley stand thing. Random com- comments about music stuff. Um, I know some people have asked that I should either do podcasts about music or, or specifically films and TV because um, I'm in several WhatsApp groups to do with films at least. And apparently, and I've, on Ireland, people have known my opinions of things I have. And they go that sometimes when I explain stuff, that I explain it quite well. That I should consider doing it. I'm not sure if I'm going to make another podcast because I just too much of a hassle. I think what I will do for now, like I'm doing today, is some podcast I will just talk about, not games. I might still call it the name, the podcast number. I do not know yet, but I think I'll just leave it as a podcast number and talk about just random stuff or stuff that I'm feeling or maybe suggestions that I have because or who knows I could always use one of these instead to do reviews that I because I look I hate I hate doing 
video editing with a passion so i could always always use this to do uh, reviews as well and maybe resurrect my blog and put the reviews up there the written ones because there's so many reviews that i start writing and i really have my ideas what to write but the second i know i have to do a video my brain just goes nah. and also thanks to a program i did to build my brand shout out to my cousin we'll be doing some stuff and i thought i took it to heart and there's some things that she put there that i'm trying to do that i'm trying to build it i know for the other side hustle i have it's a bit slightly different and i've been taking myself off that equation but that's a different kettle of fish you don't need to know but but yeah okay i think for days when i might be feeling iffy or whatnot i might not want to talk about gaming i'll talk about other stuff i will still try to keep this more about games and hopefully i will be talking about esports esports in nigeria and the chaoticness of it right now it's it's chaotic it really is it's it's insane it's it's mad it's mad it is mad it's mad but anywho thank you very much for for listening to me this week it has gone longer than expected but you know you like to hear my voice the sultry sounds of my voice (laughs) it's not and yeah hey look i didn't even sing as much as i was going to because i was literally just going to play the music i'm singing in my head or singing out of my mouth but you know but thank you very much anyway for listening to me and hopefully i shall be seeing you yes i'm doing air quotes next week with something else so goodbye you lovely people and stay stay safe Thank you.